There were some points it kind of mattered to me that I was getting likes on my pictures or that some big brand was going to repost my hair photos and all of that sort of stuff. It's like seeking external validation because there was a lack of confidence within me that had been slowly eroded over the years. And in that void where the confidence once lived was an empty pit that was seeking outside to be filled up. Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Curl Power Podcast with me, Zoe Fox. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're an OG, big love and blessings. If you're wondering why it's called Curl Power Podcast, but I don't actually talk about hair, I suppose Curl Power Podcast came about because it was all about me standing up and just saying, this is me as I am, natural hair and all, and you're going to take me as I come. This podcast is all about women owning all of who they are and really deepening that self-connection and self-discovery so that we can figure out not only who we are, but what we want from life. And then we set about going to achieve it. So I'm a trauma survivor. I lost my boyfriend very suddenly when I was 18, diced with death in childbirth and then ended up sustaining a spinal cord injury on my daughter's first birthday. Oh, the joys of life. It's fair to say things have been challenging, but you know what I love about challenges is that it's really shown me who I am and what I'm capable of. And hence this podcast, this exists because I want to connect with as many women as possible who are perhaps not exactly feeling as though they're living their best lives yet. There's a little voice inside you that knows that you're worth more than this but maybe you don't know exactly how to get there. So I just like to share some of the things that I've learned throughout the years that have helped me to unpack a lot of my trauma, understand a lot about who I am, visualise and figure out where it is I want to go and really set about going to achieve it. And now I'm here to help you do the same. So I work with women on a one-to-one basis to help them connect with themselves more deeply than they ever have before, really uncover the power of their own intuition and just to shake off some of the outdated patterns that are holding them back so they can really go on and just live a full and happy life. Life on this earth is short, so I'm all about making the most of it and really seeing what is possible despite the circumstances that we find ourselves up against. So these episodes, I suppose, serve to just be a little bit of a therapeutic exploration through life with some practical tips on things that you can do to help you bring about just a little bit more inner peace into your world. So in having to pull myself out of some really dark times, I mean, I've been there with post-traumatic stress disorder, agoraphobia, generalised anxiety disorder, clinical depression, you name it, I've been there. And I've really worked hard to bring myself through it, which is why now I'm all about empowering other women to be their own coach, to help themselves to come through these difficult situations and building more resilience so that you can live the happy and beautiful life that you deserve. So some of the ways that I like to work is with journaling, as I've said, connecting with intuition, lots of self-reflection, visualisations, meditations, goal setting, All of that really does wonders in your personal discovery in figuring out who you truly came here to be. In overcoming my hardships, I've really figured out what brings me joy. 
I left the corporate career behind after 12 years of working in solar banking. I set up an award-winning company with my brother and our business partner. I'm no longer a part of that now, but I am with Hay House Publishing on their Diverse Wisdom Programme. So I'm just figuring out what I want from life and I'm going for it. And I want you to be doing the same because once you start to feel in flow, there's going to be no stopping you, sis. There's going to be a no stopping you. So if you want to feel more confident, if you want more clarity, more joy, more contentment, you're ready to start taking more action and you want to be in more control of your experience of life, stay tuned. Come and follow me on Instagram at zoe.e.fox. It'll be great to be connected. Let's talk about the idea of being good enough. Do you feel good enough? Are you hard on yourself? Are you down on yourself? I know for a very long time, I didn't feel good enough. And I'll be totally honest, I'm still shaking off some of those very deep, deep, deep rooted patterns of behaviour that tell me that I'm not good enough and that I need to overachieve to prove myself. Growing up as a young mixed race girl in Birmingham, I kind of felt like I was never enough not black enough, not white enough, being quite a tall kid, not small enough, not thin enough, not loud enough, but yet not quiet enough. And with all that, you certainly couldn't be seen as being too confident or too assertive. There was always a sense of having to dumb yourself down, quiet yourself down, squeeze yourself into small boxes to fit in, when actually, you know what? You're way too big to be squashing yourself into boxes. You're brilliant and magnificent and like an eternal source of energy that needs to shine, not be forced down into these little boxes that more often than not have been created by men to keep us small, to keep us categorised and to keep us separate and different because a divided people are far more easily (laughs) controlled than a united people. So at school age, I often overcompensated to fit in, just so I could be liked by the cool girls. I could feel myself absolutely being someone that I wasn't in order to try and fit in. In the working environment, again, corporate style, just never really found my place. This time, it was like, you know, my passion was too aggressive. My ideas too forceful always someone telling you that you're either too much or not enough if you have the misfortune of working under a boss that doesn't value you that can be really damaging for your confidence and you take on more of that than you realize i had one particular manager that made me feel like absolute crap and i really thought it was all about me i mean granted You know, there's definitely times where I could have been better at work in managing my emotions. But you know what? I was a traumatised young adult, but corporate corporate didn't recognise that. I hadn't processed the death of my boyfriend. It very much showed in my behaviour. But I wasn't qualified to even notice that I was struggling with my mental health. In my early 20s at this point, you know, 
under the management of people much older. In fact, I was the youngest person on the team. But it was like everyone just thought I was a problem. Never did I get thanked or praised for the work that I was doing. It was just everything that I wasn't doing right was being highlighted. In fact, one manager of the department actually gave me an award. I got to go to a really nice um, award ceremony and um, I was recognised at department level for some of the systems that I'd implemented. But my manager wasn't giving up the bonuses. It's like everyone in my team seemed to get a bonus apart from me. And it's like everyone was getting invited out to go for drinks on a Thursday apart from me. And I certainly didn't want to be where I wasn't wanted. But again, all of this sort of stuff has an impact. All of these instances slowly inside me, chipping away at my confidence and creating programming that tells me that, you know, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. And all of that topped off by a total lack of representation so I'm not looking out at management level in corporate where I'm working and seeing anyone that looks like me. I mean, there's hardly anyone that looks like me in the building at all, let alone at management level. So now on a subconscious level, there's all the stuff that we're soaking up that's, that's telling us what's normal, what's not, what our position is in society, where we stand and ultimately who we need to be, what we need to be and how we need to behave in order to fit in with the status quo. But let me tell you something. You were not put on this earth to fit in. You were put on this earth as a unique individual to shine and to live to the fullest. A lot of the stuff that we take on as we grow up, as we come up in this world, is more often than not it's not our own stuff. It's other people's stuff. But yet we wear it like a weighted jacket that belongs to us. And it's very easy to go through life in an unconscious fashion, not mindful of the fact that all of these different people that we encounter are putting these weighted necklaces over our necks. And we're not even noticing, but we're starting to feel heavier lower, less confident, less good about ourselves because energetically we're wearing the burden of the impact of the other people that we encounter and their unresolved issues and traumas and problems. And if this is something that you can relate to, if you've had points in your life where someone's made you feel less than good and it's had a long-lasting impact on your confidence, today's the day that you start to take off those necklaces the weighted jacket that they've put upon you, without your permission, it's time to start slipping it off. So I know this one particular manager that I had, if I told, or if he found out now that I was, um, you know, being given the place on this programme with Hay House and that I'd set up an award-winning business and all that, he'd probably fall off his chair because in his head, he had an idea about who I was and what I was worthy of. And in fact, it all became so clear after George Floyd died because I had him on Facebook and 
let's say the stuff that he was posting wasn't entirely sympathetic to the black community, which told me everything that I instinctively knew anyway. So yeah, it was a straight delete. But this is the thing. You are entitled to evolve and grow and become the most magnificent version of yourself. At any point, you decide to say, stop, this is enough to the programming of the past. It's your right to stand in your power and you deserve to stand in your power. How are we going to let unconscious and ignorant people define our self-worth and our confidence? No. This is the beautiful thing about life, is every given moment we have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves. We have the opportunity at any given moment to say, you know what, that behaviour is not serving me anymore. And just like snakes, we're entitled to shed our skin, release ourselves from the narratives that we've been telling ourselves that have been keeping us small. And you know what? There's always going to be someone that's got something to say. Not everybody is going to embrace your growth because once you start to truly stand in your authenticity and in your power and once you really know who you are and you can step out confidently, of course, there's more likely than not going to be people that are rolling their eyes or who does she think she is. But let them stay there with their who does she think she is. That's of no concern to you while you walk on your magnificent path to being the very best version of yourself. And if we can get rid of the idea that we have to fit in these boxes, these tick boxes that have been set up by systems that came way before we did, that want to keep us separate and divided and ruled over, we don't have to claim their boxes. We can be whoever we want to be. And in becoming the most authentic version of ourselves, there will be most likely people that fall by the wayside as we step into our true paths. And you know what? That's okay. I know sometimes it can feel quite big and quite scary when you're evolving and you feel as though you're moving away from who you knew yourself to be and who your friends knew you to be. It takes a certain set of confidence, but you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to explore the possibilities in life. You owe it to yourself to see just how good life can get. One thing that I've definitely recognised in my own experience is that I, as I've grown, as I've evolved, my vibration has raised. And you start to notice that as your vibration raises, you start attracting different sets of people into your life because you're attracting those that are vibrating on the same frequency. So you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't try to work on yourself to be the best possible version of yourself to see just what is possible to bring into your world. You might find that in you becoming your authentic self and really stepping into your power that the, that empowers the people around you to do the same. But if it's not the time for them to go on that stage of their journey, then, you know, there's the old saying that goes, you know, there's people that come into your life for a reason, for a season or for a lifetime. And as I'm saying that, there might be people that spring to mind that have been with you for a season or for a reason. Those that have brought those valuable lessons for you, whether they might have been painful lessons, but lessons nonetheless. Or for a lifetime, the people that are with you for the duration it can definitely be hard to let go of 
that that we've known and those that we've known if they're no longer aligning with us. So when I first set up my Instagram page, my public one, which was, again, just part of me standing in my power and being like, yeah, this is me. I'm not hiding behind a private account anymore. A lot of the stuff that I was posting about was hair related and becoming part of this natural hair community where I would found this amazing group of women who were all owning who they truly are and embracing their natural hair in a world that has always told us that actually our natural hair is, un- is unacceptable, it's untidy, it's unprofessional and that it needs to be straightened out to be basically acceptable. So I have evolved a lot since I set up that page. I think it was like, was it 2017? Just as the podcast has evolved and not everyone is going to want to come on that journey with me and you know what that's okay because some of the friends that I made at a point of time where I was posting and talking about what conditioner is best for natural hair or you know what my wash day routine was are not necessarily going to want to hear me harping on about mindset and mental health some of them are probably thinking all right calm down Mr Motivator who do you think you are but that's exactly it isn't it you know you speak your truth and you find your tribe we can only find those who are truly aligned with us if we are the truest version of ourselves. Because I don't know about you, but I'm definitely at a stage in my life where I can't pretend to be anything other than who I am. I don't want to be anything other than who I am. And if who I am is difficult for some people to stomach, it's okay that they keep it moving in a different direction. I remember back in the day getting caught up on, you know, who's unfollowed you and all of that sort of stuff on Instagram. Now, anytime someone unfollows me, I mean, it's never actually always that deep, is it? Sometimes people just delete their accounts and stuff, but I'm like, that's okay. We're not a vibrational fit. That's okay. Each time you step out as your true self, you're providing the opportunity for those who are on the same wavelength of you as you to come a little closer so maybe at some point on my Instagram journey I'm saying this like I'm not some I haven't got some big influencer account or anything like that but you know there were some points along my journey where it kind of mattered to me that I was getting likes on my pictures or that some big brand was gonna repost my hair photos and all of that sort of stuff it's like seeking external validation because there was a lack of confidence within me that had been slowly eroded over the years. And in that void where the confidence once lived was an empty pit that was seeking outside to be filled up. But you know what? Outside validation, it only lasts for a very short period of time. If you're not filling up that empty well of confidence by yourself, You might find that you always feel empty and that you always find yourself looking externally for the validation that you need to be able to give yourself. And at this point, I need to shout out my friend Madeline McQueen. Bless you, Madeline. We had a good chat on Sunday and it was just a reminder that I needed Because I suppose with my life experience, 
there's still part of me that's always um, underselling my value. And a lot of that is to do with, you know, the stuff that I've mentioned already, not being really recognised in the workplace, not necessarily believing in myself, not seeing myself reflected in positions of power in the workplace. And again, even along this um, this writing journey and looking out at those that are positioned as experts, and I appreciate that Hay House recognises this as a thing, which is why they've got the Diverse Wisdom Programme, is just looking out and just not seeing people that look like you being held in the same esteem as a lot of white people in the field. So it does something at a deep level to your self-worth. And this is why I celebrate the Black Ariel. I'm sure a lot of people will have seen all of the furore that came up on the internet. Big men crying about the fact that there's a Black Ariel. Guys, if that's your biggest problem today, then what a privileged life you've led. If the fact that there's a Black Ariel is problematic for you, then that's your privilege. I know for me, growing up as that little brown kid and lacking that representation, you know, that was the the core, I would say, the starting point, really, of everything else that chipped away at my confidence. And I know I'm not the, I know I'm not the only one. You know, even aside from the race thing, there's a lot of women that have been sidelined for centuries because men somehow managed to convince everyone <laughs> that they were the leaders. I mean, if you look at the state of the world as it is today, I think <laughs> we can see what a great job they've been doing of everything. Greedy pigs. Um, so... <laughs> What can we do to empower ourselves to restore a little bit of balance back into this white male dominated society where we can bring around diversity of thought, where we can discover other ways of doing things that bring more balance back to life? Because, you know, people are going through a difficult time at the moment. Greed is out of control you know, people are worrying about surviving on a day-to-day -day basis. We need to be confident enough within ourselves to make informed and educated decisions that are going to empower us so that we're not getting pulled into the fear and everything that's going on in the world, that we can keep ourselves centred and grounded while we're in for this wild ride at the moment. I mean, my first advice would be to limit your access to the news. You know, you don't want to be on a rolling 24-hour news situation because they'll convince you into thinking that everything is going to hell. So it's more important than ever, really, that we do what we can to feel empowered, to bring ourselves to centre, to remind ourselves that we are powerful. So if you, like myself, have suffered with a real lack of confidence in life, now might be a good time to do some affirmations. I think maybe a little combination of affirmation and journaling on this would be really good because I think sometimes if we do the affirmations, they can bring things up for us and we can be like, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not that. So for example, 
if you were to stand in the mirror and look yourself in the eye and say, I believe in myself, I am powerful, what does that bring up for you? Do you believe it when you say it? Or is there a little voice of doubt in the background that's saying that you're not powerful? I think sometimes just trying to push away these little voices actually makes them more determined to pop back up. So if you do have a pen and paper handy, it would be an ideal time to do a little bit of journaling. So like this is like a two-pronged approach at delivering affirmations, but also tackling some of those limiting beliefs. So I'm going to read out a few affirmations and I would like you to notice what they bring up for you. What would be even more wonderful is if you can take a little bit of time to come back to this part of the podcast when, you, when you've got the time to stand in front of a mirror and be there with a bit of um, paper and a pen so you can really get the, the full benefits out of doing this exercise. So the first affirmation is I am worthy. I am worthy. Take a moment just to connect with yourself. Think that over in your head. I am worthy. Or aloud if you're in front of the mirror and you've got the time and space to do this. I am worthy. Notice any patterns that start playing in the background that are giving you reasons why you're not worthy. Now's time to start journaling. Write all that out, exhaust it. And then when you've finished your writing, you might notice that actually any reasons that you don't feel worthy are actually not to do with you. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, you know, they might be the voices of other people that you're taking on as your own. Notice whether that's the case. The next one is, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be happy. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of supporting things that come up because you know you're a good person, right? You know you deserve to be happy. But again, if you've got anything coming up that needs writing out, just thrash it out with your journal. Notice that it's not your weight to bear. Once you've finished journaling under any of these affirmations get into the mirror make that eye contact and say it like you believe it and feel it like you mean it i am deserving of wonderful opportunities i am deserving of wonderful opportunities tell me why you're not deserving of of wonderful opportunities you absolutely are And if you're noticing anything that's coming up that does belong to you, it is your voice that's saying it, then I want you to forgive yourself. So, you know, maybe a voice pops up in your head and says, oh, you killed a spider once. You don't deserve anything good. Then you can be like, "Okay, I forgive myself for anything in the past that has led to feelings of unworthiness. I forgive myself for anything that has happened in the past that has led to these feelings of unworthiness. Really forgive yourself. You know, I did the best that I could at the time with the conscious awareness that I had. I forgive myself. And then start again. I am deserving 
of wonderful opportunities. So I hope that makes sense. We're basically calling out affirmations that support our worthiness. We are acknowledging any stories and patterns that are hidden behind us, really stepping into owning the worthiness. We are forgiving ourselves for simply doing the best that we could at the time with the conscious awareness that we had. And then we're reaffirming with real belief and feeling the affirmation once again. So what I'm going to do is I'll drop a list of a few affirmations in the show notes just to give you something to work with. I know I give these exercises in the episodes. I don't know how many, I don't know whether you do it or not, but if you do this stuff, you'll get results. That's my promise to you. If you put the work in, listening is one thing, honouring yourself and honouring your future and making a commitment to change and actually taking pen and putting it to paper or facing yourself in the mirror and actually taking action is what is really going to get you the results. Sis, it's your time to shine. If you've been playing small up until now, we're calling time on it. It is your time to really evolve, bloom, blossom and become everything that you know you're capable of being. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Curl Power podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Here's to your more empowered future. If you'd like to do some one-to-one work, please do get in touch using the link in the show notes that will take you to the website where you can book a call. We can have a little chat about where you're stuck or what your vision is for the future. Maybe you're lacking a vision, but there's a voice inside of you that's telling you that you're worth more than your current lot. Booking a call, we'll have a chat and see what power we can unlock within you. If you're a fan of the podcast and you'd like to support, I would truly appreciate it if you could rate and review the podcast if you've got an Apple device really makes my heart sing when I see the reviews on Apple and I'm very grateful for those. So thank you. Again, come and find me at zoe.e.fox on Instagram. And another way that you can support the podcast is by using the buymeacoffee.com forward slash curl squad link where you can leave me a little tip for my efforts, (laughs) which is always greatly appreciated as well. Right then, Cal friend, have a great week. Send in love and blessings for the week ahead. So may you step into the next week feeling even more empowered. Big love. Peace out. And I'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>